Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Good morning, Vietnam. Hello, friends. I hope this finds you absolutely sensational, despite the nonsense. Um, I'm Chris Rule. I'm a former Royal Marine. And tonight, I thought we could um, have an interesting discussion, like a two-way thing. Hopefully the people in our chat will will come up with the answers. But I just posing the question, um, what is what is it to be a warrior? I think if you asked a lot of people that these days, particularly young people, they would say, Oh Chris, what it is, right? You've got to join the Marines. Oh SAS, you've got to be in a force. Yes, that's um Certainly, one possibly one one uh, uh, definition of warrior, isn't it? But I'm here tonight to talk about something much deeper, something that we can all gain from, some a conversation that allows us to understand that we all have the warrior inside us. And ironically, as much as uh, being in the military can be a great experience, can be a can be an experience, put it that way. Not it's not always great all the time, is it? And it's not great for everybody. Um, and all although you um oh, bear with me a sec. I think there's a bear attacking my car. Bloody grizzlies, in it. Where were we? Yes, singing the praises of the military, aren't we? Yeah. Great experience in the military. I mean, take the Marines, toughest, uh, toughest basic training in, in the world. Certainly the best warriors along. Obviously, I include the parachute regiment um, there. Other, um, other quality aspects of the British forces, RAF regiment, our SF, all that kind of thing. So we're not here to, to, to slag them off or, or their um, commitment. But uh, but um, we're just here to say that, ironically, although that's a great experience, you don't learn how to be a warrior while you're in the forces, or at least I didn't. Um, so while we're catching up for people on the stream, I'll play you some video. think that it, if this is still in the right place, this video, hang on. Oh. Yeah, this is the recent uh, speed march that I led up in Acnacarry in Scotland, the commander's training ground. I took a team of elite veterans to undergo the toughest military test in the world, the Royal Marines Nine Mile Commando Speed March. Um, we're all um, wearing the, the military, military combats, fatigues, carrying the full weight. And we smashed it out in the time under 90 minutes, which is what the 18-year-olds do or the teenagers do at, at Limston Commando. So 
um, raising money for the Royal Marines charity, but more or as important, sending the message that people should be proud of the mental health, proud to keep it in tip-top condition. And when it's faltering, you know, and that can be incredibly serious, proud to reach out and seek support because let's be honest almost everything in life certainly in this in the moment it's about your mental health isn't it obviously physical and and etc etc is um important too but in this moment now what what why is it i'm smiling why 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 do i live in paradise why is my life a dream why do i meet you wonderful wonderful people who you know support me through thick and thin it's because my mental health's there isn't it so we were spreading the message that folks forget all this macho nonsense that gets you nowhere you reach out you talk to someone find someone that you can trust or you reach out to uh, a support agency or a charity you get it sorted and then you get on and smash your life brilliant stuff if you can spare a fiver folks um just go to gofundme.com forward slash speed march. That simple. Right. Warriors, innit? Um, so can we put in the chat, what do we think? What do we think it, it takes to be a warrior? Because I think the answers are probably going to surprise many people. And... If we can take what's happening in society as we speak, possibly what's been going on for, I don't know, let's say a couple of years, you certainly see a divide of the people that understand what's going on and those that are just scrabbling around with absolutely no, no clue. And the reason I can say that is I'm one of the ones that understands what's going on. I'm what you call an enlightened individual. And when you're in that position, you view the world from a holistic perspective. And you're able to understand the many factors that come into play to create a situation. When you don't understand it, you're... Um, operating from a position of deficit because you don't understand it therefore you're operating what 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 we refer to as left brain and you're operating out of fear so if someone says to you whoa dude you gotta do this and you gotta do it, it they're talking fear they're just spreading the fear where's the fear come from mainstream media isn't it the mainstream media narrative that just loves to give you terror, fear, 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 more fear. Oh, bad news, bad news, bad news. And incredible thing is if you just go, or it's that one these days, isn't it? Just turn it off. Funny enough, all that fear goes away. Um, uh, yeah. Um, Dave's saying a warrior. Killing is the easy bit, but it's living with the memories. This is the hard part. Well, I'm not saying it's not. Uh, uh, it might not happen, but I don't think a war being a warrior has got anything to do with 
um, killing people. So how do we take this? Uh, let me just check the chat. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. So going back. So why is it then? Why we've got this dichotomy, this black and white inside? Why do some people know what's going on? Others have no idea. They just follow. They repeat what you might hear referred to as repeaters. Watch the news. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Go to the universities. Learn the uh, the um, in system of indoctrination that that's um, been put upon us, and then just repeat, repeat, repeat. No, um, unable to take the information, assimilate it, make sense of it, apply rationale to it, and then put out your own narrative. That's that's what a warrior does. What a what a I don't know what we what what a non-warrior just takes the information and repeats, takes the information and repeats. You see that critical bit and making sense of it is what's missing. So I'm just going to, through the course of our chat, folks, feel free, put anything in the comments. I'm just going to come up with a few things because it's really simple. If, if you're a young person watching this now, freaking hell, I wish I had somebody like me when I was your age, honestly. And I don't just mean me. This is absolutely nothing about me. I'm just the voice for tonight. There's, there's really good, good people out there now. When I were young, when I were when I were young, when I was young, all adults did was repeat, like superstition, etiquette, class system, repeat, repeat, repeat. Never, very few were able to verbalize stuff to help you make sense of the world. Generally, it was just shut your mouth, do what you're told. Well, look where it's got us. Look where it's got us. It's got us almost into, uh, well, it's got us into a prison, hasn't it? Um, it's got us into a in into house arrest. This this utter naivety of just accepting everything that you're told and not being not being able to question it. So I just for, for our not just our young people for everyone, but my passion is young people. I'm a qualified youth worker and just going to tell you some things because they might not make sense now. They might not make sense next week. They might not make sense for another 20 years. But when they drop, they will drop and you'll go, ah, got it. I've got it. So... Should we look at some photos while while I'm chatting? Why don't we do that? I don't know how well this will this will work. Uh, can you hear us all right? I think you can. I can see the meters, the meters going up and down. So photo is running the length of the country. That's me arriving at Land's End after running a thousand miles. So the starting point is this. Ask yourself the question, have you yet come to understand that every single thing you have ever been taught is a lie? It's imperative you get your mind to the place where you can take this on board and not just pay lip service because Chris is saying it. So 
Your education's been a lie. Your food industry is a lie. Your, your medical big pharmaceutical industry is a lie. Your diet is a massive, massive lie. Your entertainment is a lie. Your job, this working nine to five every single day of the year, except two weeks in the summer and a week at Christmas, that's a lie, I'm afraid. Your history is a lie. Um, all of our understanding has been co-opted and subverted. I think I've got the right words there. It's been, it's been controlled by people that don't have the passion for humanity like, like those of us like myself do. Individuals just care about power. Some are born like it. They're born, they're what you call sociopaths. They lack the ability, the ability to empathize with others. Psychopaths. It can, can be a personality trait that some individuals are born with. Others have it uh, kind of imbued. Again, is that the right word? They have it instilled in them from those around them from birth. So if you've got a parent that never shows you love, always tells you what to do to shut up, blah, blah, blah. And then they get out and all they care about is making money and big business. What are you going to do? You're going to grow up unloved, unfulfilled, desperate to prove yourself to daddy, the daddy that never loved you. What are you going to do? You got it. You're going to do a George Bush, aren't you? You're or going to do a Bush family. You're, you're going to go into big business. You're going to start abusing others because you don't, you lack the empathy. You lack that care, that caring, um, that caring component. Um, in essence, these individuals have got so clever at controlling the whole show, which started, many of you, you you've heard me say this before, but it start with a money system. Where's the book? Where's that book? Oh, yeah. Great book there for understanding the money system. It started when it's called the Babylonian Woe, if anyone's wondering. It started when a greedy bunch of people in the Middle East, way back in Babylonian times. So we're talking thousands of years ago now. They got together and said, you know, this system where people swap, say, shells for work, we can subvert that. Instead of like, Chris, you know, you paint my door, front door, I'll give you a shell. You know, you can take that shell anywhere in the Middle East, give it to someone and you can get them to paint your front door or do work of an equal value. Or you can swap this shell that is worth three carats. Anywhere you go, three carats. Someone swap gives you three carats. You can give them one shell. Do you see what I'm saying? They subverted. Um, yeah, JJ's got it. They subverted the money system and off the back of it, they've managed to enslave everybody, all of us. That's why we're all doing rather crazy things at the moment. Um, how many times do you hear someone say, oh, just doing my job? It's more than my job's worth. Oh, I don't agree with it, but it's my job. I don't want to lose my... Do you see how many people are slave to a mortgage? Almost every adult, isn't it? How many people slave to the student loan? Everyone that passes through uni. Um, 
how many people are a slave to the economy when it booms and busts? Everyone. How many small businesses do these very clever individuals hoover up every time there's uh, an economic crash? Yes, all the small businesses, isn't it? Uh, I'm guessing many thousands upon thousands of businesses have, have crashed recently. Just, uh, can we say, in view of world events, where do you think they go? When all the small food outlets crash, who do you think benefits? It's the big multinational chains, isn't it? The cor corporate chains. So, okay. So, yes, got some great um, comments coming in, guys. Well done. Um, so, yeah, once you can grasp the fact everything you've ever been taught is a lie, then it's a great point from which to start again and start re-educating yourself. I've written some random things down here. Have a look at next photo. Oh, another running one. Uh, that was me in a field on my run. I think I might have some clothes on, but I'm not too sure. But no, it was so nice. I stopped and made breakfast and I just used up all my water. Um, I took a bit of a gamble. <laughs> my boy loves that picture. There's my boys, look. Royal Marines Commandos. <laughs> I'll try and get past the running pictures. There we go, look. BMX, that's more like it. I've still got my BMX in the garage. Kiter Fools, Guyana, South America. That is me sat there right on the end. If you can just, just see. That's one hell of a place. Former slave colony. Bit mental down that part of the world. You've got to be on, be on your toes. That was me in China. First time I ever went to China. Cambodia. That's the killing fields. Uh, if you think that we can't experience tyranny, this was back in the 80s, right? Not that long ago, is it? They killed millions upon millions of people. And it was easy to do because half the population just, they just went along with it. No one challenged it. There we go. That's me building a, a raft in Latvia. So I've just written a few things here, guys, because what do you do about it? Well, reading, really important. If you only ever read one book in your life, I'd suggest you made it that one. Um, for people listening on iTunes now, it's 1984, but I've always read, so I've always got a, a firm sort of foundation in life. But it's one thing reading, it's another thing reading, taking it in and then being able to use it to understand life. And I, I think all my knowledge was latent until not just I went through, through my sort of challenges in life and then I realized life wasn't fair and it wasn't right and that something was fundamentally wrong um but then of course we had another big wake-up call those of us my age didn't we we had certain events take place in this lifetime that just didn't make sense from what we were being told 
clearly uh, the old days, they called it being slipped to Mickey, you know, being lied to. Um, when you can lie to people on that massive, massive scale, then you realize the lies there are no different to the ones told in the Second World War, the First World War, and every other conflict you can probably think of, or or pretty much most of them. Then you understand what I'm saying about being born a psychopath, being born with no empathy for you or your children, not caring if you die, you know, die in the dirt. And, Mm. Sorry, just drink <clears throat> tea, in case you're wondering. And these are this lovely mug. I don't know if you like that one. These are uh, yours for a for a zero fee. All you have to do is buy something from Sports Direct. I'll make no money on that. Sorry, where were we? Yeah, so reading. Got to read. You can see where society is being led into not reading anymore is it it's all it's all this stuff so it's, ta- it's all tablets and scrolling and instant gratification and spiking the ho- the the uh, uh the endorphins in the brain momentarily with all all this instead of looking at your phone get kindle on your phone and then when you stop you can read a book or just do what I do. Take a book with you. You go to the GP surgery. You know you're probably going to be waiting 20 minutes. Take a book. Um, yeah, no surprise, isn't it? Got to turn off mainstream media. It's a physical impossibility to be an enlightened individual and live in paradise if you watch mainstream media. Well, certainly if you if, if you believe it's true. Um, uh we even got our bikes on this raft, see? That was fun. London Marathon, three hours 56. Thank you very much. There we go. Machu Picchu, Peru, South America. That's quite a place. And the great thing about this picture, in fact, no, it's not. The, the day before, you see this, I, you, I don't think you can see my cursor, but if you look across the valley to that other mountain, I ran up that the day before. So I got this f- completely free view down over Machu Picchu. It was amazing. That's our final exercise in training. We're attacking uh, some sort of installation. Funny, this lad here, Steve. Uh, in fact, Steve's in the window there. Uh, just got got hold of me on LinkedIn the other day. Funny old world, isn't it? Northern Ireland conflict. Yes. How are we doing in the chat? Let's have a look. Da, da, da. Yeah, go your own way. Well done, Ian. That's um Yeah, I'm looking forward to reading the Art of War, Jules. I've never actually read it, but I'm guessing when I read it, it's probably gonna be a lot of the stuff that I've I've learned, right? It's kind of all, all roads lead lead to Rome in the in the truth world. Um Nutrition, exercise, and mindfulness. If you don't, if your body's not a pH of um, 7.25, what it should be naturally as a hunter gatherer or a paleo type person, you your body doesn't vibrate in tune with the universe. So if you like your burgers and your chips and your coffee and your, your beer 
um, and you have that in abundance as opposed to having that frugally and instead going big on the vegetables or even do what I'm, I do and buy that green powder, your body doesn't vibrate the way Mother Nature intended it to. And it takes you down off this beautiful high that you might have heard referred to as the Kundalini. And life just becomes hard. It becomes a bit miserable. You get prone to depression. You get prone to your moods. You get prone to lethargy, um, this kind of thing. So it's really important to understand alkaline diet. Exercise as as whatever species we are there's nothing i can say is going to be right in the eyes of everyone but whatever this body is it needs air in your lungs and it and a jog around a block in the morning really gets you firing a cold shower sets you up massively for the day and it puts you in a positive position to go out and attack life get the most from it rather than just be afraid of everything and, and pushing everything away um and mindfulness is incredibly important. You need to be able to shut off the noise of life. Most of it is, um, uh, most of it is just that. It's noise. You're either worrying about the past, or you're worrying about the future, and you're generally worrying about stuff that is never ever going to happen. Once you learn to just shut the noise out. Think of nothing and just think of your body connecting with this beautiful universe. And then you realize there's nothing to worry about. Nothing's going to happen to you. Life isn't really isn't that exciting, but it's a great karma when you're getting anxious or you're getting worried or whatever. Just calm down, chill, connect with the universe. Think of nothing. Don't think yesterday. Don't think tomorrow. Don't think of this phone call. Just nothing. Just feel gratitude for this incredible life that we've all been given. And then in that moment, you realize no one's going to kill you. No one's going to make you pregnant. Well, that's for the boys anyway. Um, you know, no one's going to come bursting through the door with a bloody baseball bat and hit you. It's just not, you know, what and what is the worst can happen? Well, the worst can happen, worst that can happen in life is, you get a little challenge and you deal with it, don't you? You lose your job. Who, who cares? It's meant for a reason, right? Everything is for a reason. You lose that one, you get a better one. Or you get one on half the salary, but you get your life back. Or you decide to go traveling for a year. Or you chill. Or do you, do you see what I'm saying? There's just nothing is worth worrying about. Um, dun, dun, dun. Hi, Adrian. Much love to you, mate. Um, yeah, alcohol. Difficult one when you're young, isn't it? Because everyone goes out and gets smashed. But it's a massive distraction, folks. Take it from someone that did it for years and years and years. And I, I always drank more than everybody else. You cannot vibrate at the frequency when you poisoned yourself with rotten you know, rotten apples or rotten hops or rotten oats or rotten whatever the hell, whatever the, whatever the hell it is you're drinking. Um, it's poison. At the end of the day, they glamorize it in colorful bottles, don't they, with flashy labels. 
to make youngsters buy it and to make everyone buy it. But it's poison. It's just bottled poison. It's fine every now and again to go out and, and, and get hammered with your mates, but you you won't it it the more you do it, the more you're slowing your pathway to enlightenment down. Carnal self, this is a big one. Beast self. You've got to live in your upper upper self. Use I'm using uh, Eastern philosophy here now. We go for another photo. Hang on, let's see what we've got. <laughs> Look at that, right? Little Catholic kid. This is the Divis Flats, one of the hardest areas in in Belfast, or, or hardened Catholic areas. We were not very welcome around there. But look, do kids care? You know, do the kids get involved in all this adult nonsense? Nah. Norwegian Arctic, waiting for the choppers to come in. HMS Invincible, in probably in the Mediterranean or possibly on the way to Barbados. Think that's me or that's one of us jumping from the balloon. That is in, uh, I think, if I remember rightly, that is crossing from Mexico into Guatemala. I was waiting for a, a canoe. And um, I don't know why I'm doing the double bum bag, but it was the height of fashion back then in Mexico. And everyone looked at me and they said, wow, this guy's cool. Yeah. Okay. 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 Where were we? Yeah. You've got to live in your upper self. Um, huh. This is mummies in Peru at the Nazca lines, those famous lines in the desert. So, yeah, living in your upper self, right? You've got to get a control. I'm just going to list this as bizarre as it seems. You've got to get, get a control of your urges. You know the ones I mean. You've got to get a control of your greed, your gluttony. You've got to rein in that envy. You've got to... Rain in your anger. That's always a challenging one for me. Um, all those animal kind of emotions and desires, you've got to you've got to rein them in. And what what it does is it just raises you up. It raises your consciousness by pushing them, pushing them down, pushing them away from you. Um, it's quite phenomenal the way this works carlos hello friend so i'll give you an example for young people because this comes up a lot when i live coach it's like this you got bullied at school some people will let that affect them the rest of their lives what you have to do with anything like that or what i do is bang i just draw a line and then i never think about it ever again. Why? Because I'm a perfect being under nature and so is so is every single one of you. We're born perfect. We're born equal. There is nothing wrong with us at all. And from that point of view, there's no point dwelling in the past because it becomes irrelevant, doesn't it? We, you, I've just told you you're perfect. 
you're perfect. You don't need to worry about what happened when you know when you was at school, or what some boss did to you. What? Fuck it. Forget about it. It's gone. I'm not. I'm not diminishing the effect these things have on us. I'm not doing that. I, I get it. Right. But but you need to acknowledge it and move on. Right. You need to forgive. I'm not saying forget. I'm not saying pretend things didn't happen. I'm saying you need to understand by exercising empathy. Why? Because if you don't, you will never be set free on that path to enlightenment. And it's a good place and you deserve to be there. If you're still saying, yeah, but this guy did this to me. And then these guys, they bullied me and did it. It's you've got to remember we're all human. We all do stupid, nasty things at times. We all do things that we've regretted and we didn't mean to or we wouldn't do them again, right? And we all deserve forgiveness. So forgive them. Forgive them. Understand that the bullies at school, for in this example, they're, they're getting bullied themselves in their home life, aren't they? They're getting battered by a father who's not mentally stable or they're getting abused or ignored by a mother who for example, hasn't got over her substance misuse issues or she's out working at nights, etc. or she's just too much into herself or she has a narcissistic problem or she has some personality disorder. And that poor youngster has to go to school with his lack of love. What did he do? He took it out on you. So now you understand why he did it. You can forgive him, can't you? And do you know what? When you forgive, it sets you free. It sets you free. As I always say, you can't win the marble championship of the world if you've got your pot of marbles and you take a handful of them and you keep putting them in all these people's jars that you've got a problem with. You're not going to win, are you? You've got to take all them back and move on with your own life. Very big thing. Yes, it, yes. Is that, I haven't got my glasses on. Is that Fat Fipnado? Yes, it's it's awful being bullied when you're young, but this is where this is what I mean when I talk about being a warrior. You have to be firm. If you spend the rest of your life feeling sorry for yourself, all it does is it just weakens you. It 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 weakens your spirit. It gets you nowhere. You've got to stand up, be brave and just move forward and leave it behind. And you've got to work on your confidence with self-affirmation. So that is every morning you wake up, you sit up in bed and you say whatever works for you. You can say, morning, legend. How are you today, legend? Right, legend. You're going to get out and smash this day. Why? Because you're a legend. Because Chris Frawl says you're an absolute legend. Because Chris says you are perfect under nature. It's absolutely nothing wrong with me, right? This is called self-affirmation. You do it every single day, two times a day, three, whenever, whenever you have a wobble, just remember you are perfect under mother nature. Perfect under mother nature. Perfect, right? And this, you're reconditioning yourself and you're getting rid of that bad programming that, that you might have had from younger um, you know, from a younger time. Yes, being humble. 
Carlos has pointed out, being humble is the way of the warrior. It, exactly. Like Mr. Miyagi, isn't it, in Karate Kid? Only fights when he absolutely has to, and it's not even for him, it's for some it's it's to protect someone else. But more humble. How do we get humble? We get over our ego, don't we? We don't live in a left brain ego. We move to the right side, the side of where empathy, where everything we try and do in life is for other people. Uh, Chooch is asking me a, a question. Hello, brother. Uh, in the Marines, we drank a lot. Is that culture changing? Apparently so. Apparently now where we all used to go and get hammered and get into fights and get into trouble, now you've got corporals that just go to their their room or their grot, as we call it. They play on their Xbox. And, um, you know, that's absolutely fine, isn't it? Hello, John. Good to see John Palmer, as always. Absolute truth warrior, legend. Wonderful example of an English fighting man. I'm saying English, John. I, I've never actually asked you your your nationality, but uh, I know you certainly do a lot for this country. And look at Adrian. Look, look at this. Look, watch my technology because I'm so clever. Hang on. Oh, oh, it's all going wrong. I had it. I had it. <laughs> there it is, right at the bottom. Adrian, that is so kind of you. Um, thank you for acknowledging the effort that I put in because what I'm telling you now, people pay me thousands of pounds for. Um, and it's nice that and not, not a lot of people pay me because I don't do it enough, but it's nice that you appreciate that, Adrian. Thank you. Um, where were we? Yeah, talking about drinking culture, weren't we? Apparently it's changed. Young people now are, it's almost like they're nicer, but the problem is they've been sold a, a shitter. You know, they've been so brainwashed. Sorry if you're watching, if you're a young person. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying this to criticise you. I'm saying it as a critique of my generation for allowing this to happen. Um, not teaching you to stand up when someone comes in the room, look them in the eye, shake hands, say, hello, mate, I'm Chris. How are you doing? You know, very few people in society now can do that. It's just so broken. You walk into a, a training at work. No one even looks up from their phone. Walk down the street. Everyone's just so broken. You want to be a warrior you hold your head up you say good morning that good morning that person who walks by you they might be contemplating suicide mightn't they they might be having the worst day ever they might be thinking nothing's worth living and you say oh yeah you're right simple thing isn't it but all this is being bred out of us by psychopaths that don't care about us. It's it's all done on purpose. Um, all this sissy language. When someone dies, they die, right? They're dead. 
They don't pass, right? If you found yourself using that word, it's it's because you're under the spell of the agenda. They don't like people thinking for themselves. They want everything softened up, dumbed down, stupefied, sissified. They don't want real life. They don't want poor people like me that telling you, get out, smash it. When someone dies, they die. They don't pass. That sounds so silly. It sounds like you, you're, when you use a word like that, it just sounds like you're gutless, that you're too afraid to use your own mind and your own language. And now look how many people say that. It's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing how much we've allowed you know, people that don't care about us just to adulterate our communities, to soften our language, to confuse young people about every aspect of their life, to fill it with crap social media and, and, and Xbox instead of getting out, having real meaningful experiences that you can take to the bank, you know, this kind of thing. Um, yes, there we go. All right, folks, funny enough, that's about it. Um, please don't take offense if 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 I've said stuff that maybe refers to you, it probably will. Do you know what? If I'm screwing up, I want you to come and tell me, you know, and many of you kindly do. Many of you got my back, I know that, because, you know, when I'm struggling, I'll get nice messages sent to me, and I'm just doing the same for you. It's a beautiful world out there. Let's look at a few more pictures. I've been so lucky. When I did uh, this firewalk, 120 feet in total, I did this four times over red hot coals. Do you know how many people told me I wouldn't do it? I couldn't do it. I shouldn't do it. I was crazy for doing it. I live my life the way I want, when I want, with who I want. Um. It's called freedom. It's what our ancestors fought and died for. And it's what now society, because they're such, they've been so softened down and dumbed down. They're just given all that freedom, giving it away. And it's the young people that will suffer because us oldies, we've seen the world. We've done all our traveling. We've been everywhere. We didn't have to, you know, to accept, uh, Toxic deals, can I say? We didn't have to accept that. Um, well, funny enough, you, you you have to in the services, but that's a. I don't want to confuse the issue. Um, uh, but yeah, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And how many people do that now? How many people answer a phone call with a phone call? Have the decency to call someone back when they called you. You get this, I'm going to send a text. What the? You get what I'm saying? It's, it's, we've been dumbed down. There's no thought there. People can't think anymore. This person's been kind enough to call me to take time out their day. Probably either that or it's really important they speak to me. It's probably need clarification on something that a text is just going to take too long to do. Um, you answer a phone call with a phone call. You don't send a text back. All these small things, I would say, is what makes a warrior. Um, 
Oh, Carlos, bless you, brother. Much love to America. Yeah, Mozambique. So funny. Uh, I've been traveling. People are like, what do you want to do that for? What, you're going to spend that much money to go there or to do this or to fly airplane? Yeah. I spent 500 quid once to have two days in, in Korea. I actually ended up, some of you know this, I accidentally ended up in North Korea. Just made it the best bonus I ever could have in my life. That that I pay, I put 500 quid on my credit card to fly to North, North Korea for two days because I got to Narita Airport in Japan in Tokyo. I got there a day early by like an idiot. I cut my Japan trip short by a day. And rather than waste it in the airport, I just bought a, a ticket to, to Korea and ended up stepping across the 37th parallel into North Korea. Most people would never spend 500 quid for two days in Korea. For me, it's just one of the best experiences of my, of, of, of my life. Here we go. This is Nicola Porto in Mozambique. That's a dugout canoe. Some of the street children I taught. Oh, uh, I've got to be careful. I've got to uh, maneuver around this picture because um, let's just say there was nudity involved. The Empire State Building, New York, just brilliant. This is uh, traveling around New Zealand. It was really funny. I drove for ages to get to this river, just took me across country. Never thought I was going to find it, but I could see it on the map. So I knew I, knew I was going the right way. And when I got there, I found a bag of weed <laughs> in the bushes. And even though it was yellow, it had been there for probably over a year or something. It, it, you know what I'm going to say? <laughs> I've got to be careful what I say because of the platforms I'm on. This is a Winter Olympics that I... That's me there. I think I'm on the far right of that picture doing the torch ceremony at a Winter Olympics that we uh, created. Um, and uh, that was when it, the place where I trained to go and work in Africa. Bit of a long story. I'll, not difficult to guess where this is, right? This is a, the border between Israel and Palestine. This is driving into uh Ramallah I think on the on the west bank uh this is the Andes mountains look at it just backpacking through the Andes mountains uh but if you <laughs> that thing poking out between my legs isn't what you think it is I, that, that's my um machete I think let's have a look <laughs> yeah that's the uh corner of my machete believe it or not on honestly officer Da, da, da. Uh, Jagger, to answer your question, is there much recreational, you know what, in the military? Yeah, of course there is. Um, you got a bunch of ultra mental, hard nut young men who are out to have the best time of their life. What, 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 what do you, what do you think they're going to do? Um, it's not everybody, and it's not like it's not, it's not a majority, but. People that join the forces are just a broad spectrum of life, aren't they? And the military in the UK 
predominantly uh, recruits from the hardened areas, so the council estates, the sink estates. Um, so uh, yeah, people are, people are just human, aren't they? And the 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 problem comes in is that the worst substance, the the worst one out there, which is alcohol, is the heaviest promoted in the forces, um, which is why so many people come out the forces and fall on their ass because you've basically been indoctrinated although you know it's not like they have to put your hand behind your back when you're young right but you've been indoctrinated into that drinking culture you sort everything with alcohol and then of course when you come out it's it can be the path to destruction i won't say anything more there keys to the kingdom um eckhart toll or tolle I listened to him on an audio book in the car not long back. I was driving up to, I think I was driving up to see Jimmy James, actually. And I swear, and this is not me trying to big myself up, but, or maybe it is, everything he was coming out with, like I pretty much knew it. It, It's, what, this is why I'm saying these things to you about the diet, about the this, about the that. It's not just to sound like an old man who's giving you a lecture. It's that you end up being this person that understands life, people, society, universe. You you know your place in it. You know how you're fitting. So when I listen to Eckhart Tolle, it's it was just amazing how much of it made sense, and I I'd, I'd never listened to him before. Um, one second. How are we doing on the time? Look. Should we look at a few more pictures and then we, we'll we'll say hasta la vista, baby. This is Petra, isn't it, in Jordan, where they filmed, was it Moonraker? I think one of the scenes in Moonraker. Patronus Towers in Kuala Lumpur. This was the film in a, another uh, Sean Connery film. I uh, can't remember the name of it, but this is um, Auschwitz or Oswiecim, as it's called in Poland. This was one of the the labor camps in um, during the Second World War. That's John Kelench, who's kind of one of the godfathers of marketing. Uh, that's the raft that we built. We just left it here and and off we went on our bikes for the rest of our um uh for the rest of our trip. There's Dan. God knows where this is. Somewhere in. Estonia or Lithuania or Latvia. Gibraltar, the famous rock in Gibraltar. Don't know who this guy is. Probably trying to borrow borrow money from people. Oh, that's lots of stuff going bang. Someone hiding from stuff that might go bang. Some people escaping from something that's gone bang. That's us doing helicopter escape. They call it dunker drills, escaping from the helicopter underwater. The helicopter goes in a swimming pool. All the lights go out. Then they spin it around like 10 times. Then you've all got to get out a window. It's um, quite, um, quite, quite fun. So, uh, oh, thought we saw that one. 
Oh, they're all coming through twice, aren't they? There we go. The endurance course. This is me training when I was uh, uh, on ship. We used to get to shoot quite a lot, which was, um, yeah, always good. The infamous ice-breaking drills up there in Norway, practicing in case you go through the ice. Belfast. <laughs> Belfast again. Let me see if I can find a photo that might surprise you. Oh, that was fun. Skydiving. <laughs> I look like a demented David Hasselhoff. There you go. One night in Bangkok makes a hard man tumble. <laughs> Don't believe the hype. That's uh, Thailand again. Just incredible. Just incredible place to go as a young man. Sadly, young men won't be visiting. You know, won't be much longer before you won't be able to travel, folks, because of the psychos. The only way they let you travel is you conform to their. Uh... Look at that! There's an elephant attacking me. I guess that elephant was just fed up with people, wasn't he? Poor thing. Full moon party. Bit of boxing down in Patpong. Another broken nose. Some para sending or whatever you call it. Another python. Oh, there's a good book. Look, my first work of fiction. If you like reading adventure stuff, this is Hans Larsen. He's a former Navy SEAL. He drinks too much, but he doesn't take any shit. And he loves his little girl, Jessica. That's the, the gate in uh, Japan. Can't remember the name of the place now. That's London. Me taking an author-like shot. Another author-like shot. <laughs> That's Hong Kong. If you've read my book, Eating Smoke. There we go. Get yourselves a copy, folks. Best book ever written. That's my first memoir. If you've read that, you'll understand why I used to go and sit in the uh, bamboo groves opposite Chunky Mansions in Kowloon Park. This is flying down into South America. Going adventuring. This is uh, maybe even Angel Falls. Oh, going up river, up the Amazon or up one of the tributaries. Haha, <laughs> Tarzan. Right, folks, I'm going to love you and leave you. I hope you really got something from that. Um, if we can just all do one thing when I say goodbyes, just turn off mainstream media. That's the that's a good place to start. Don't let them brainwash you anymore with their filthy fear and nonsense. They don't care about you. Not like I do. Not like all these good people in the chat tonight do. You know, that's it. All right. Much love. If you could like and subscribe, folks, if you can even share, that'd be awesome. And uh, see you next time. Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T-Shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris.Thrall. Thank you.